Hello. The thought I want to share with you today is around prayer. As uh, some of you probably know, if you've been following the thought for the days, we've been doing morning prayer in church using Zoom this week. I've personally found it really encouraging. Today, Richard took it to a new level and he took us out into different groups, smaller groups, uh, breakout groups to do more specific prayer. It meant that we covered a whole lot more ground. The outline is that there's a brief introduction and um, normally a psalm and normally the New Testament reading, although it doesn't have to be. And then we leave a bit of time for prayer. But at the start of every session, quite near the start, we say these words. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let's pray with one heart and mind. Then we leave a moment of silence and we say these words. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Today's New Testament Bible reading was from Hebrews. Hebrews 13, I commend the whole passage to you, but I'm just going to read the first three verses. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have been showing hospitality to angels without knowing it. I was just reflecting on this. It's quite hard to show hospitality at the moment, but we can be caring for neighbours down our street. Verse three, continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison and those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. For prayer, I sometimes find it really helpful to imagine myself in other people's situation, in someone else's shoes, in their environment, maybe carrying some of their responsibilities. The examples in the passage are those who are in prison. Not many of us have done that, but we might dare to imagine it. Or those who are oppressed or persecuted, or as one translation puts it, um, those who have been tortured. Few of us have experienced those things. A couple of weeks ago, I, one of my last pastoral meetings with someone, someone came to me who'd been caring for folks who'd been tortured. They were really traumatised by it. Year, it, it was been years ago that this had happened, but the trauma was still very, very real to them. And um, I listened. I tried to empathise, but it was really hard to imagine what they might have been going through, those things that haunted them to this very day. But they were kind enough to let me pray for them. And um, I wished I could have done more, but I think the prayer was enough, praying that they would experience God's loving presence. And some of these experiences that they'd had, whilst they might never be able to forget them, that the hold that it had over them uh, would be released. In many situations, it doesn't take us too much to imagine ourselves in the place of other people. I've quoted a couple of extreme examples. I think it helps our prayers if we empathise with people and it helps us to be more specific about what we pray about if we do that.
as a tool I encourage you when you're praying uh, to imagine and empathise maybe in situations that are very real to those around us at the moment. How about a parent at home but also with a job looking after school-aged children trying to do their schoolwork? How about imagining you're someone in later life, a widow or widower, with no internet connection, limited stores or medical supplies in the cupboard? How about imagining that you're a delivery driver dropping off at someone's homes but being spotted at a distance with someone with a grateful face but also very fearful? Maybe you're someone stacking shelves or at a supermarket checkout behind a screen. Or a teacher who have no way of distancing themselves from the children that they care for who um, go home to key workers. Imagine being in a hospital, witnessing those who are on a ventilator with the coronavirus. Imagine that you're the Prime Minister or a member of his cabinet or an advisor. Or maybe you're the scientist or the group of scientists that are working round the world to find a cure for the coronavirus. I leave you with a prayer. Heavenly Father, set our hearts on fire with love for you. Assure us of your love for us. Holy Spirit, fill us with your loving presence. May our prayers and our actions be inspired by you. Lord Jesus, thank you that we're not alone, that you're with us. In reaching out in kindness to others, may it be as if we are entertaining angels and directly reaching out to you. We pray these prayers in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.